You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Local analyst Barry Nussbaum to talk about the results of Super Tuesday 3. Good, Good morning, morning to you. Thank Good you for coming. Morning. In. Okay, so everybody keeps talking about this delegate count and you know these magic numbers on right. the on the Republican side and on the Democratic side. In your estimation, is Donald Trump so far ahead on the GOP side that that magic number is not gonna matter? No, I think it's gonna come down to the last couple of elections including California being important at this point. Explain how California is important now, because in the past, we have never been relevant. We've never been relevant in the general elections, because one minute after the polls close, uh, California can announce that the Democratic right. candidate, whoever that is, has won. Mm -hmm. uh, on the Senate side and the presidential side, just because of the heavy uh, favoring of Democratic registration in the state. What's important here is California delegates actually are going to participate in the process democratically towards the convention because that 1237, as Scott just talked about, is the magic number to be the nominee of the party. Mm -hmm. If you show up in Cleveland with that many, then the party can't do anything about it. If Trump has that many, yeah. he will be the GOP nominee. If he doesn't make it, mm -hmm. then it's an open convention, and, and then it's a yeah. zooathon. Let's talk yes. about that zooathon because everybody talks about this contested convention, but right. no one's seen one in a long, long. What what exactly will happen if that indeed happens? If nobody has enough delegates? Yeah, well, as you said, Dave, it hasn't happened since 1948 on the GOP side. What that means is, uh, after the first ballot, if a candidate, or in this case, the only one that could possibly be that candidate, Donald Trump, doesn't have that many votes, it becomes open. And most of the delegates would get released after the first ballot. Now, there's some states that require the delegates to stay pledged for as many as three ballots. Most will release their delegates after the first ballot, meaning those delegates that, let's say, came to the convention for Donald Trump, or came for Ted Cruz, or Marco Rubio, or Jeb Bush, mm -hmm. are now allowed to vote their conscience. And what happens is massive meetings, and cajoling, and convincing, and deal-making. Sort and of like on the caucus level, like what, absolutely. what happens at a caucus. But with much, much bigger ramifications, sure. because they will mm -hmm. choose the nominee of the Republican Party. Go back six months. Do you remember Donald Trump used to say all the time, I'll run on the GOP as long as they don't change the rules? What he was really referring to is what's about to happen. The week before the convention starts, July 18th, the Rules Committee starts to meet. Mm -hmm. And it's run by Paul Ryan. He has stupendous power over how the rules will be enforced at the convention. Hmm. Things could be decided that would be decisively against Trump. There's a huge movement in the Republican Party, yeah. anybody but Trump, right? Right, sure. And everybody knows about it. The media and so covers far, it, it constantly. It has not done anything. It hasn't worked. In fact, no. it's backfired. When Romney went to Ohio and he and he did all the robocalling into Florida, mm -hmm. uh, Floridians said, "We don't care," and they came out for Trump huge last right. night. But right. did Kasich in Ohio sort of show that a little bit? You know, the people I've talked to in Ohio, Dave, say that. Kasich is incredibly popular in Ohio. Ohioans really like him mm -hmm. from the time he was in the House through governor. Um, he's very, very popular in his home state. The opposite, obviously, of Marco Rubio, who Floridians really don't like yeah. and certainly don't want to be president. So going back to the convention, if Trump doesn't arrive with those votes, then mm -hmm. the deal-making starts. And then it stops being uh, a democratic process 
in regards to the people that elected those delegates, mm -hmm. and it's pure democracy of those delegates that are, there. that are there. They are unhinged from their commitment at that point. I want to talk about now that Marco Rubio is no longer in this race. You know, he was the establishment guy. His supporters are mainly moderates, mainly establishment types right, in the Republican right. Party. So now, where does that support go? Where do those? Because I mean, he had numbers. He had delegates. Um, so now that he's out, where are those people going to fall? Well, first ballot, they're still his, but he's no longer a candidate. So the smart money says it's going to drift towards Kasich. Mm -hmm. But as we just discussed, but if he falls he out, can't get there. Kasich can't get there on the first ballot. There's yep. not enough ballots, um, there's not enough delegates left right. if he got every one of them. So he will never be a first ballot candidate. He's staying in, in my opinion, for one reason he wants to be vice president and he would be a good choice because as you said he is the moderate he's the one that everybody likes no one really dislikes him he never got down in the mud mm -hmm. he never participated right. in the weird yeah. sixth grade kind of debate <laughs> tactics mm -hmm. that we saw in the last several debates true very All interesting right. well Barry this has been a great conversation thank you so much for your time great to be thanks for listening to the American Truth Project a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.